2: Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Want to remind everyone to smash the like button for the episode, subscribe to Mayo Media Network, and if you have it in your heart, what you can do is subscribe to the Cust Corner exclusive audio feeds on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you download your podcasts. And please leave a very favorable five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify for
0: those exclusive feeds too. Cust Corner? Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest stakes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner.
3: People aren't even calling it that anymore, as you know. What do you think that they're calling it? People are calling it Top Cats Corner.
2: Corner of the People, People's Corner, stuff like that. The People's Corner. Gary and Thorne is joining us for the first time since last year's Custy Awards on the show. It's been a while, Gary. And did you know that Tim is buying hundred dollar umbrellas these days and like they're not good enough for him?
1: Oh yeah. Um I I still make sure part of my uh part of my week is always checking in on Cust, (laughs) seeing how he's doing, his adventures. It's it's probably my favorite sitcom, if we're being honest. Uh, so yeah, umbrellas, uh, turkey dinners, sinks. Oh, sinks. That was you're that was pro, a big one. You're this pro year. Sink yeah, eating I'm, I'm all caught a, up. You're pro sink eating, I bet. I, I am not.
3: I mean, envision I'm you standing over a sink eating, eating that McChicken.
2: He didn't
1: he couldn't maybe, have, he maybe, didn't maybe, eat, yes. hold
2: on, hold on. He didn't get the McChicken, he couldn't afford the McChicken. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> But I envision, oh, did I envision eating that over a sink? No, I, eat, I, I I, am someone who enjoys a good meal in bed, which might also be a controversial position.
2: Oh, I, I strongly support that idea. See, I do not enjoy eating in bed whatsoever. Just crumbs get in the bed or something gets in the bed and you're rolling you're around sloppy. in the middle of the night. What's that? If you're a sloppy
3: eater, and I guess you must be, yeah, then there's crumbs in your bed. But those of us who like have a TV tray, uh, and know how to eat properly so we don't make a mess everywhere. Why would I have
2: it? Why would I go into my bed to put a TV tray there so I can eat? Because it's comfortable to be able to eat while you're in bed?
1: Yeah, but not with a TV tray. Sure.
3: I don't I know. have a TV tray. I eat in bed sometimes. Oh, my God.
1: I mean, I, I know that you're probably worried about whatever's on your plate seeping through the paper of the plate. <laughs> you just get yourself a nice, like, actual plate yeah. and. Can aim a little bit. I think a, a plate is just fine when you're in these scenarios. I just have no reason to eat in
2: bed. I, I have a table where I can eat. I can eat on the couch. It's not that big of a deal for me. Uh, this is, I think, the fourth or fifth iteration of a very custy Christmas. This one for 2021. Wishing everyone out there a happy holidays, and if you're listening to this on Christmas Day, sad, but also, thank you, because you know we need the downloads and we need the hits. Hopefully, we can keep you some company while you're trying to get away from all of your family. I mean, it's nice for like, I don't know, 13 minutes or so, but then what do you do with the rest of the day? Well, you can listen to a very Custy Christmas, or sub to those other audio podcast feeds on the Cuss Corner feed and go back in time and see what we were talking about in Christmas past which is probably just going to be repeated on this show, because that's what we did. No Christmas movies this year. I feel like we've done that one three times. We're not doing it. So, Tim, you are first up. What's the topic?
3: I don't understand why more fast food places don't have, like, Christmas-centric items on the menu. I know, like, Starbucks will have this latte or that latte, although it's, it's pretty slim pickings this year. But, like, they should – and it doesn't have to be Christmas-themed. They can just have special things that they do only at Christmas time, like oh, you want a fried apple pie at McDonald's? Boom! In the month of December, we got them. Or you know what? KFC, we're bringing back our trans fats for the month of December, or whatever that people want. Why are tra- you tra- hold on? Have-
2: why why are trans fats a Christmas food?
3: Just you know, it's Christmas time and people are enjoying uh, you know the the best things in life and not worried about trying to to to, to penny pinch when it comes to that stuff. Or look, just have a Christmas themed menu. Like have a Big Mac from McDonald's that has like a cranberry sauce on it. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, wait. Look, and and I will now prove the last statement I made. I have been keeping up on Cust Corner. (laughs) Literally the last Cust Corner was you complaining about these new highfalutin Frosties. So now you want the Big Mac to change?
3: Only for Christmas and then you know it's going away because you know it's going to be a temporary just additional, it's, it's explicitly advertised as a Christmas or a holiday item. It's only around for like three weeks and then it's gone, and you know it's got no chance of ever coming back into your life until Christmas time again. I think that's a perfectly fine way to do things. Uh, you're not imposing on people this, imp- like caramel latte flor- uh, frosties have nothing to do with anything to do with the holidays. It's just hipster millennialism on stilts. Instead, have, you name the place, like have some like, like KFC should give out stuffing with their chicken at, uh, at, 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 during Christmas time. Like there should be Christmas centric things for people at fast food places at Christmas time. I, there's just, it, there's just not enough of it. I think it's a huge missed opportunity.
2: Okay. I got two things to go with this. Number one, Gary, and after someone I know was in a car listening with his girlfriend to the Frosty episode of Cuss Corner, she made him turn it off because she said that Tim was the most entitled person she had ever heard in her entire life. <laughs> so that was kind of fun. And two, this kind of jives with what you were talking about. And you sent me the text that you, know, you can tell Tim about what happens in Japan at Christmas time, apparently.
1: Yeah, so apparently like 3.5 million Japanese households eat KFC as their Christmas tradition. Uh, I was reading some article, I have no idea if this is true or not, but 5% of KFC's revenue in Japan for the year comes on Christmas Day. So, I mean, again, I I was very back and forth about whether or not you would be in on this as someone who knows how much you love the traditional Thanksgiving and Christmas foods. Um, but I mean, I mean, are you talking about, I'd love to eat weird fast food menu items on December 23rd, 24th, 26th, or yes, if McDonald's came out with a cranberry Big Mac, could you have that on Christmas day?
3: Well, let me see. It's a very good question. I, well, I agree that I, I agree with the whole having the traditional Christmas dinner thing. Like you gotta have multiple meals in a day. So that could be like lunch or something. Uh, but I want these things available through the throughout the Christmas season for people to pick up and enjoy, like before, during, and after Christmas, to like the New Year's. And I, I actually think it's cool that I mean I didn't realize that in Japan that many people had KFC for Christmas. That that's the tradition in and of itself. Then that that's great. Like that's a tradition. KFC is the goat fried chicken by a mile. So I don't blame them for preferring that and, and having that as their tradition. That's fine. My point was that the holidays is a wasted opportunity. For these fast food magnets to attract customers by bringing in fancy, either Christmas-centric menus or having certain items that they that people like on their menu, bringing them back at Christmas time, sort of like to remind people uh, you know, to, to be nostalgic. If McDonald's brought back pizza, or it brought back- I knew it. I was just about bun. to
1: say, this is all a, a long con so that you can get old menu items back for like prorated periods of time. You just want McDonald's pizza back.
3: I mean, if that's one of the things that comes back, it wouldn't bother me, but like places should do that sort of stuff. I I think it's a win-win-win. Who would be against it? Who Who could be opposed to
2: it? maybe uh, so maybe, back maybe some, maybe, well, maybe someone who wasn't alive at the time and then mcdonald starts introducing these new items which they haven't had in like 25 years and then they're at the drive-thru and people are like hey do you want to try some mcdonald's pizza and they get really triggered because someone asked them about
3: something new like you do well they also i also feel strongly that people at the at the window shouldn't be trying to offer or sell you things would you like to try x would you like to try y because like that's not important. I'm in the drive-thru. The menu's in front of me. I know what there is to order and I'm going to order. I don't need you to suggest to me a couple of Apple turnovers to go with whatever. I don't need that. I don't want that. Uh, But no, like, imagine if, like, the month of December, oh, Subway's only going to do the V-cut or make that an option or whatever it is, right? Like, that to me would be, Christmas time would be the perfect time to do that. People are in a good mood. They want tradition. It's, you know, Christmas is all about People getting together and you know reminiscing over or, or old memories, it's it it's like hand in glove. It's a perfect opportunity, and I, I don't understand why it doesn't take place. So you
1: just want a month where everything you've ever wanted <laughs> to come back, of, like essentially the if if you were food, fast food commissioner for a day, all the things you would have happened. You now want that to just take place during the month of Christmas, under this guise of oh special things should happen at Christmas.
2: Yes, that's the position I'm taking. So I I can tell you why fast food chains don't do this, if you would like to know. Sure, go ahead. I'm sure it will annoy me. I mean it won't because okay, like you're thinking about fancying up McDonald's, for example. So you know a cranberry Big Mac or whatever the hell it is your ideas come through with. One, it's hard to implement this stuff, uh, especially if it's just once a year. You need sort of a production line to go through with it. You need to bring in the new boxes, the new stuff. So there's an extra cost that goes along with this. So just having it for like a week and a half around Christmas time just wouldn't be financially viable to any of these places in the franchise around do do the every world. Year? No, it wouldn't, because that's not a long enough period of time. Usually, when they bring in special m- menu items, it's usually at least a month. Correct? Sure, but if you
3: did it for three or four years in a row, well, then you would get to that number pretty quickly.
2: Yeah, but it wouldn't I be?
3: Think, it, it I would
1: the stuff it, it, would go bad. Yes, Tim.
3: yeah, it wouldn't. No, it would, not not. No, not the the packaging wouldn't. He's talking about like you have to print out print up the the wrappers no, and he's the about ingredients, man. Well, the ingredients are not that hard to make. You know
2: what? these places so this is no, legit- hold, shut up, this is number one. number two is, why would anyone want to go eat fancy McDonald's? No one wants that. People want McDonald's I eat do. McDonald's. No, you don't. No, you absolutely don't. McDonald's could give you the shit burger, and you'd be like, this is fucking delicious, because it's McDonald's. But McDonald's doesn't need to do any of this stuff. People go to McDonald's, especially when people are going to fast food places around the holidays. It's usually to escape all of the different types of foods that they're eating, which they don't normally eat throughout the course of the year. This provides a sense of normalcy for a lot of people it's like oh i just had a bunch of i had turkey three days in a row because there's so much leftovers i've had some ham and i'm eating all this like sweet chocolate because it's just around the house no i'm gonna go get like two big macs and a thing of fries uh, for my lunch because i just want something that's like that happens in my day-to-day life the holidays are a really weird time when it comes to eating because you just eat so much crap that you don't eat the rest of the year but i want an eggnog milkshake from mcdonald's no, no one else does I,
3: I do. And I like festive They'd stuff. Then make your own cool. goddamn eggnog then. I don't know how, but I like to have like festive stuff. And of course it, it, it's not like that's the only thing on the menu. Of course not. And they're not pushing it. They're not trying to like upsell you on it. Not well, if they didn't do that, then no one would buy I- it. Would they? you just have it on the billboard next you to think else.
1: you think if mcdonald's completely changed the big mac for two weeks when you walk in through the door they wouldn't be like would you like to try the new big mac that we have oh, to I... sell because we bought all this packaging and ingredients for it and if we don't sell enough of these it's a net loss to this giant company
3: oh no if i was the, the, the commissioner for a day i would make sure that, that could never happen because i find that to be very hurtful i hate being asked to like would you like to try this today? Because it makes it me feel like the thing that I'm there to order isn't good enough. That I need to be told or shepherded in some way towards what I should be ordering. And I don't need that. I am the customer, I know what I want. If I want something different, I'll see it on the billboard. So I don't you, need You basically somebody...
1: want restaurants to have special menu items For slash you. bring back old menu items that you like and then present them as if they are a secret menu item that they are not allowed to talk about <laughs> but if you're in the know, you get to have them.
3: No, that's not quite what I said. Like they should be on the billboard, like uh, on the, the menu that you can see. There's nothing secret about them. They're there. They have one of the panels is dedicated to them, but uh, you're not making a big deal about it. Cause like Pat
2: said, maybe you just want to have, a couple of double Big Macs. Yeah, but that but the, that 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 the, the reason that they tell you about this stuff, because most people aren't like you. They're not on like McDonald's Reddit seeing what's coming out to different chains at this time of the year. They just probably don't know the stuff is on the menu. That's why they're asking you if you want to try or not because you might not even know it's there. I don't need to be asked. Just have it on the panel. Like, have, or like on the
3: drive through or in the restaurant. That's good enough. Then I'm happy and everyone else is happy. And it makes, it makes total sense. You,
2: okay, know, you, to know, you know when we were saying that you're incredibly entitled? This is a part of it, by the way. How is this affecting you whatsoever?
3: Well, I would be happier if they brought back old items at Christmas time or brought in like Christmas-centric items at Christmas time. No, I'm,
2: I'm talking about how the person asking you like, hey, would you like to try our new Caramel Sundae? Why is that so devastating to you throughout the course of your Well, report? first, oh, so the thing I was about to order is good
3: enough? Oh, I wanted to have this, but now you're trying to say, Oh, well, you should try this instead? T- Tim. I, no, I, I
2: don't think anyone is saying, Tim. try this instead. They're also saying, would you that's also the like this? Yes, the, the,
1: the solution here is so obvious. And, and Tim, I think, I think you can get fully behind this. Order by app. What you're saying is you want to order food without someone pushing anything, like not even the possibility of them pushing something on you. They have these magical kiosks where you can type in your own order without even having to talk to a cashier. You can just get whatever you want and not have to interact with anybody. Doesn't that sound amazing?
3: Yeah, except you don't think there's pop-ups on those things? I'm sure there's pop-ups.
1: You, know, you okay. start. you start- How about you get a little badge that you get to wear? You pay $10 a month. You get a little badge on your chest, the McDonald's emblem. And when you walk in wearing that, no one's allowed to offer you any items. I would pay three
2: times that for that emblem. It'd be like easily. The, it'd be like the Friars Club, except for with people who are sure to have heart disease. <laughs> okay, okay. You can get lots of healthy stuff at McDonald's too. Do you? What What do you eat healthy at McDonald's when you go to McDonald's?
3: They have salads. Do you eat them? I didn't say I ate them. I said a person <laughs> can eat healthy at McDonald's. And in fact, I have long said that the monopoly should be pushing the uh, stickers on some of the healthier items because people who are in the Monopoly business would like to be able to pick up some healthy items over Monopoly season. I, don't,
1: I, I think in the end, this comes back to one of the long standing tenants of Cust Corner, which is one, Cust is super entitled. And two, Cust thinks like 17 year old minimum wage, like high school students just trying to make a buck should have to have to like, have to go to Lacordon Cordon Bleu to work in a McDonald's kitchen so he can get cranberry roasted, like nutcracker Big Macs. And 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 like the guys who the guys who work in a grocery store needs to know where everything is at all times. Like you you just hate the common man. No, the I am man for the, the, people, common you man. Hate the common man.
3: No, the, the the common man wants what
2: I'm wanting. It's obvious. Yeah it's really not true most people are completely really, I, so you I, wouldn't I, like it if so you I, wouldn't
3: like it if stores brought back their classic items
2: that you used to prefer for a period of time like you, that you'd be against that there's only one thing at a fast food restaurant that i actually miss that it's not there and it doesn't really affect me because i rarely eat at this place but like the once every three years that i would go there i'd be like oh yeah i really like the barbecue sauce at a&w that probably changed 15 years ago I mean, you know what tim didn't bother me it was okay I would have written letters. Yeah, I have things to do. You don't. I have things to do. Then, why do, then, then does... why do you
3: act like someone who's 94 years old? I don't act like I'm 94 years old. But think, what if A&W, every Christmas, brought back their traditional barbecue sauce? Like, that would brighten your holidays. It simply would. It simply would. I wouldn't go I back
2: to A&W are... because they brought back barbecue sauce I had 15 oh, years yes ago. Oh, yes, you would. I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I would the not, day, not, it was I, am not a, I am not a lunatic. Like you, my graphic says Pat Mayo, handsome fella, not Tim Andercust, insane person. doctor. If they told me that I could get, you know, KFC with trans
3: fats, I would be in the lineup the first day at KFC, whether it opens at noon or like the ones in Toronto opened at five, you know, I would be there for it. You see how that's a problem, right? No, I want to be first. Why? I'm
2: patronizing the store. What's the difference if you're first or fifth? A lot of people line up to get your fat injections.
3: A lot of people would agree with me on this. I think this is a very like
2: non-controversial segment. That you, if KFC brought back trans fats, they have trans fats in America, right? Like that's not a that's not a big deal. I don't know. Or just like
3: McDonald's brought back its pizza, which I think a lot of people would be a fan of.
2: If the, people are such a big fan of the pizza, it would have come back by now. You realize? No,
3: it, it. was a logistical problem. Oh yeah, it's it just it's it's good.
2: especially in today's day and age where you know half the people order by their app anyway, and they just show up, pick up their stuff, and go. It seems like actually the perfect environment to bring back the pizza at McDonald's. If, I think they if should. It was popular I, enough, I, but I, it wasn't. That's why they got rid of it in the first place. I mean, it was incredibly popular.
3: It was just taking too long to turn around. Like, this was the early '90s. So
2: so when you say this this is all feelings right because you liked it so everyone liked it it's well everyone did like it i have never met a soul in my life who said they didn't love it gary were you even alive when they had pizza at mcdonald's
1: i mean look i'll, I'll say this i do vividly remember enjoying it i also remember i was seven years old is there and i probably is there any going to mcdonald's is there any pizza you don't enjoy no that's, that's the thing. But I, I will say maybe they took it away because so many people were eating this pizza and then were just, they, they thought they'd been transported to the streets of Rome <laughs> and they were so disoriented that just from a liability reason, McDonald's couldn't stop. They, they just couldn't keep serving.
2: The pizza was uninsurable?
1: Yeah. That it was sense.
2: delicious. Bring it back. Just bring it back.
3: No. Bring it back for Christmas. Why would they bring it back for Christmas? Ah, uh, because like you said, it's, it's... nostalgia. And oh yeah, there's
2: nothing that thing. says, no, hold on. There's nothing that says the Christmas season more than a one-person pizza you can buy at McDonald's. I was talking to my brother about it just the other day. We
3: were reminiscing quite fondly, actually, about McDonald's pizza and how much we enjoyed it and how much we wish they'd bring it back.
2: Well, is your brother as big of a nutter comment- as you are?
3: Well, I, I don't accept the premise of that question. Is it because you don't live in reality? No, it's just people. I, I beg you, fast food establishments who are listening to this show. Institute starting next year, some Christmas centric items. And bring back some old classics. See how it goes.
1: This is the thing. Unless, unless you were writing those crazy people letters when they took these things away to Santa Claus. I still don't really know what this has to do with Christmas.
3: I just explained to you that there would be like some of the stuff would be Christmas centric, and it should happen around so, Christmas time. So, Can I explained to
1: you, s- I see through this. You just want your stuff, and you're using Christmas as an excuse. I don't think that's what's going
2: on. Here. Why? Why don't we just say we bring all the stuff back one day a year on Tim's birthday? It's it's Tim's birthday at every fast food restaurant.
3: <laughs> no, that 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 sounds like a, a little weird. That seems like something like like Paul
2: Pot would do. You want maybe you could be brother number three? Why not? <laughs> you don't wear glasses i think you're fine garyon on the other hand i know you got those contacts But when you wear your nerd glasses the camera rouge i pal. don't have
1: contacts i actually had a uh an optometrist uh, optometrist tell me i was the worst person she ever tried to teach contacts to and i, I still can't do it so i feel just... like i
2: would struggle with them too so they, they just gave you new eyes you're not wearing glasses right now
1: I mean, I, I don't need to wear them when I'm just here. Like if I'm, if I'm trying to watch something oh, like TV or going to a, a sporting event, I have to wear my glasses or if I'm driving, I have to wear my glasses. But I, I can live in, in the normal world uh, with my relatively low prescription. But yeah, she, she sat with me for like 50 minutes. And at the start, she was like, ah, everyone says they're bad at this. I get that all the time. And then I think I'd like just defeated her by the 45 minute mark. And she just gave up and said, you should wear glasses. And I agreed.
2: Yeah, I don't think that Tim has the coordination for contact lenses, although he does use glasses when he's reading. They're like the little like opera. Gl- they're not like they look like the opera binoculars, but they're like little glasses that he holds up to his face while he's reading.
3: They look like the ones that Homer puts on.
1: Right, right. Yeah, they're magnifiers. you would surprised you don't, don't have John Lennon's glasses.
3: Well, just when it's really dark, sometimes it's hard to see. I, or I can find it hard to see. And so it's easier to read when it's like in a dark place.
2: You're always in a dark place. Do oh. you have another topic? Yes, I do have another topic. Let's hear it.
3: Uh, the second thing I wanted to bring up. Where's my list? I feel so ill-prepared. I wrote this down in my note. I didn't use my usual legal pad. I used so this.
1: you're making a list and now you're having to check it twice?
3: Right. Okay. I want to ask a question. About these these Hallmark movies and how they possibly make money, I don't understand it. Do, do you want they're me to a, explain it, Gary? Twenty four sixty five. I understand that women love them. That has to be the reason.
2: It's not just I women.
3: I, I'm sorry, the, the generalization. Okay, in Canada anyway, it's on the Women's Network that you find all these movies. Okay, it's on the Hallmark. I mean, so channel CBS
1: in was broadcasting like their own holidays. Okay,
3: but they're doing one of the football games, right? But, CBS is doing one of them. Hallmark, here in Canada on the Women's uh, Network, they're showing these movies wall-to-wall from November. And I don't... How are they making... First, how do they make so many? Second, how do these movies make any money? Like, no one's going to the theater to see them. There's no box office. There's no cinema score. How do these movies make
2: money? I don't understand it.
1: How do you think television shows make money? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Advertising. how do you then now now think about that now think about this and give me a guess
1: movies are expensive to produce not these not these ones man like two sets they literally get like one really nice nancy myers house they build a tiny little town where you just need like the main street for the holiday parade or the holiday concert where the climax is going to take place and that's about it they probably reuse these sets over and over and over again Like, these are the cheapest things to produce in the world.
2: Yeah, you only need one of the sets and then you can just redress it every single time if you wanted to. These actors are making relatively little money, hence why you've never heard of any of them before. Or they're incredibly washed up late 80s actors uh, or early 90s actors at this point. Like, isn't Tiffany Amber Thiessen in a whole
1: bunch of these? Uh, She's in one of them. Uh, Both of the non-Olson daughters from Full House star in these movies constantly.
2: There's another Olson daughter?
1: Well, I'm saying of, of the three daughters on Full House. The Tanner family. Oh, the yeah, one who was addicted Cantor to meth?
2: Family.
1: Yeah, she, she was in one. She's, the, she's cleaned her act up. So the meth one, not not, ba- Hallmark,
2: not right. Valerie Buret's or Sergey Fedorov's wife. I can't really remember which one is which. Candace oh. Cameron. Oh, uh,
1: know. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, but Fabel she's Burre. also in them.
2: I think it was uh, Valerie Bure. Was it? That I think sounds so. right. So I think it's Candace Cameron Bure now. Either <laughs> way. They're very cheap oh. to make. You can put them on with relatively little impunity, like if you're around your grandparents or you're around your kids. Like, they're all rated G. You can just turn them on, have them on in the background, and you are good to go. And some people really like them because, I mean, I'm surprised that you don't like them, Tim, to be perfectly honest with you, only because, like, you're so nostal- – like, you have such nostalgia for the Christmas season that you like the idea that – Things shut down. the stuff gets Christmasy. That just Christmas-related new content coming out. It feels like it would be absolutely for you.
3: Yeah, it would be. But you know what I would like for these, some of them not to have a happy ending. I think mean, that would make a huge. difference What do you difference. think have that you ever... the point of these movies are? But some, but you know what? There's so many of them that it would be nice if you can't predict whether maybe you know what the couple realized it's just not
2: going to work and he's going to go be an engineer in los angeles she 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 leaves him that's the plot of the movie she leaves him on christmas day and then she comes back she and then she has a change of heart the next day they go to get back together but they can't because he's hung himself that's what you want (laughs) i did not say that
3: what I said was, it would be good if they didn't all have happy endings. And like sometimes the relationship just doesn't work out. Why do you they think go... that the Hallmark Channel would make movies that had
2: unhappy endings for Christmas movies? Well,
3: because it's the same movie over and over and over and over again. Have, now, and have if... you ever actually watched these movies or do you see commercials? The thing is, you can predict <laughs> all the moves in these oh, movies. As soon as, we... as you
1: started your answer with, the thing is...
3: So no, you, never, you
1: never watch one of these movies, but you want them Am all. I wrong? Like a star is born. Am I wrong? I don't know. I don't watch them. Look, I, I've seen my my girlfriend's mother very much enjoys these movies. Uh, they they are usually on when I'm seeing my in-laws during the holidays. It's it's like Pat said. They're very just easily digestible. Grandparents in the room movie, like so much so that you know they're they're obviously selling themselves as these great love stories literally it ends usually with like a marriage proposal and that's the first time they kiss like I-, I thought you would love these films like you're a person who very much wants to live in the 60s so these movies are just white people and you know women leaving their jobs because they found a man that, that seems like the world you want to live in tim
2: yeah like no. No, no one's having no one's having guilty christmas beats in the bathroom like the druggie brother or something like that these people don't exist in the hallmark movie world
3: well, see, now I'm saying that, that we should
2: have all these Hallmark movies that are more authentic. What it's are you fun, What are you fun. talking about? HBO isn't putting... Like, okay, to get to Gary's point, like his mother-in-law, she watches them. My grandma really likes these movies. You can kind of float in and out because... And that's one of the reasons that they're all kind of the same, I'm guessing, is that you've seen one, you've seen them all. They have different people in them, a bit of different music, a different name. The set looks a little bit different. Uh, and then you don't have to sit down and watch the entire thing. It's not like you're watching an episode of Succession where you're like, what did he say in the background there? Oh, man, I bet you we really need to know it. No, it's nothing like that. It's probably something you could even put on, like, the gym, and you could probably get the gist of what was going on, despite the fact that there's no closed captioning and there's no sound. You can just figure it out by the visuals. It is the most simple story possible, the least offensive story possible, and it's just full of good tidings and good cheer. Nothing else is really happening underneath the surface of any of these movies. That is the point of them. It's like you asking, hey, when uh, my son is watching Peppa Pig, how come in one of the episodes, you know, Daddy Pig doesn't murder Mummy Pig in a murder-suicide plot or something like that. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm not talking about that. I I don't know
3: why when I said things don't have to have a happy ending. You have to go to the most dire sorts of things. Just like they, the couple breaks up or it doesn't work or they move away. It just... It, well, it, Tim. These also, saccharine. Can't we have a few? Where why do you why that- why well, do you need
2: it? Why do you need this to change to fit what you want? Despite
3: the fact that you don't watch them or care. I, I just think it would be a better product.
2: This is I mean, the product. It's a different product. Yeah. Also, <laughs> be, Tim, it, like, Tim, it'd be if you like, hey, you know, you know what? No, hold on. You know what would make Snickers better, Tim, if they were actually just raisins, according to you. Well, to be fair, that would make Snickers better. To be fair, because Snickers is very overrated. Snickers is great. All right, enjoy a Snickers.
3: Yeah, the reason they're coming up with five thousand different flavors of Snickers every other day is because original Snickers is very subpar. Well, they but they, again, they, you want to do that with Diet bag. Coke too, and those have all failed flat. Like yeah, but, I but said why?
2: But why was, did they do it? Uh, by under, you, uh, hold on under, you, uh, hold on hold millennia. on hold on hold on underneath your premise of why snickers has multiple flavors why did diet coke have more flavors please explain that to me
3: because the people who took over the marketing were just trying to appeal to a bunch of millennials and they realized that, that those that, that 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 their fans don't want that that the okay, people but, who but, aren't diet but, coke but, fans but, but but why really, but why, but why
2: would it be different for snickers
3: because Snickers has had different flavors that stick like what that have been around like the peanut butter ones and the brownie ones. And the, like, they just had different types. You, Oh, they're always and the almond ones. Like Snickers have always had different types to correct.
1: I mean, this isn't the point by a long shot, but your mind would be blown if you ever left Canada, <laughs> I, I am telling you, if you went to anywhere else in the world, if you went to Japan, and and tried to get a Kit Kat. I was it in Japan. 70 flavors of Kit Kats, and that's just yeah. normal there. Like, I went get I, out I, of your
3: own bubble, man. When I visited Japan, there was a store that you sold didn't a visit bunch Japan. Of you were in the fucking Kit airport on a layover. <laughs> I was in the Tokyo airport for like 12 hours. That counts as visiting <laughs> Japan. And they had a store there where there were like 20 to 30 or 40 different flavors of Kit Kat bars. And I bought a regular plain Kit Kat bar from there.
1: That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. No, it's
3: not. It's up there. That's, I wanted just the that is the
1: one.
2: equivalent of no sex before marriage and not living with the person who's going to be your future wife.
1: Which sounds like a Hallmark movie. Yeah, it does. so he should love those. That,
2: that in a roundabout I, yeah. way, this is true.
3: If most of the Hallmark movies were the way they are, that'd be fun. It just seems to me it would be more interesting for everybody if every now and then, like things didn't work out. That some crisis. The, o- the audience
2: isn't everybody though. They know their audience. I don't think the audience.
3: So I have a little bit higher esteem for the audience. You seem to think that if one curveball is thrown at them, they will go into a panic and they'll go, "Oh my god! Oh my god! They didn't get together at the end of uh, a, a Prince for Christmas." Well, maybe uh, they, they would. They would manage fine. If I also, I
1: guarantee you that if I like Google or Wikipedia, every movie that's been produced by Hallmark in the past two three years. Just sheerly based on where we are as a society, there is 100% a movie that ends with the woman not going with the man and pursuing her own career paths or something like they, they have definitely augmented these movies slightly, at least a couple of them where that happens. Or there's movies that are based around just like their own family or something like that. Like, I'm telling you, Tim, these movies exist. If you haven't watched all of them, you can't say definitively that all of them are the exact same movie.
3: They all seem to be the same movie. And I would like to see some have like twists. Like, you know what? But but, but how do you know that? How how
1: do you? These are cheap
2: movies, you moron.
3: Well, it's not like he's doing anything productive. Oh, really? You want
1: M. Night Shyamalan to direct a Hallmark
3: movie. How great would that? Be? In fact, you know what? That's the that, that's the million dollar idea right there. If I ran the Hallmark Network, I'm giving him a movie. I'm giving Michael Bay a movie. I am giving. They're all not these gonna brands. do it. How much money and, do you think they have? Apparently, more money than God to be able to make five thousand movies
1: a year. They're so, so. cheap. Also, Tim, here, tell you tell you what tell you what you want a movie that has an M Night Shyamalan cast. You want a movie that has a little bit of death and 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 crisis. You want a Christmas movie where the couple doesn't actually end up together in the end. I have that Christmas. No, I know movie what you're movie. going to say. It's called Die Hard.
2: Oh, that was not what I thought you were going to say.
1: What did you think I was going to say? You're going to say A Christmas Carol? That's oh, what I,
2: I, I was going to say at the end of Eyes Wide Shut they do end up together. So happy ending. That is true. Yeah, a very a very up, uh, uplifting movie for all. Well, it's a Christmas movie. It's supposed to be uplifting. Very uplifting. Anyway, I'm right about this, so. You don't seem to have any concept of this, is the problem.
3: And no, Mike Talamon is
2: doing great, by the way. Getting made tons of money. <laughs> he made old. You how, how old, he, Tim? I, I don't know how he's making money. I mean, but. S- Split did great. Glass did great he produced and directed and wrote all those movies he had the wayward pine series on fox which did really well and he got paid a bunch of money for i don't think that he's going to work for scale for the hallmark channel man
3: i think he should oh whatever i just i'm just i'm spitballing ideas here they need to do something to shake up the hallmark uh i I don't feel like
2: they think they do because they make a lot of money
3: well, but, you know, there's more things to life than money. I think they like, could, like, like, pro- like
2: producing, produce a better product. Producing products that you're not going to consume either way for, again, this is a very entitled way of thinking. Everything should be produced for you. That's it. The audience that likes the, the audience that likes main character these- syndrome, according to you. Well, you do have main character. Gary, and you agree with this, correct? Oh, 100%. Like, no, just think about real. what he has talked about and how he's talked about it on the show.
1: You again, you, you just got finished saying you want all the fast food restaurants to do exactly what you want them to do on your birthday and call it Tim's birthday I, fast food day. I
2: didn't come up with that idea. You did. pretty sure you did.
1: It's all very sad stuff. Gary, do you have any topics? Uh, I do. Uh, so Tim, I- I'm not sure uh, just just if you're aware of these places. I- I'm, I'm sure you w- you are, but... Do you know those, those streets that like really take Christmas seriously? Yes. The ones where every house has to be decorated? Yes. So first and foremost, I wanted to know, because apparently when you, like, even if you move in, I don't know, July 1st to one of these houses, someone in that neighborhood will tell you that day, look, you have to decorate for Christmas. That's what we do here. We'll even decorate your house for you if you don't want to do it. Would you ever live in one of those neighborhoods?
2: No, absolutely not. That's too much pressure. In fairness, I don't think Tim can afford to live in those areas because those are usually no, pretty gonna, high, high I'm pollutant meant, areas.
3: That's right. But even if I could, uh, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I couldn't handle the pressure. Why? Well, first, I don't feel comfortable getting on ladders to begin with. <laughs> and, you, of,
1: and you think you'd be a great farmer? To, just, just again,
3: a gentleman farmer. Yes, absolutely. Can you okay. describe what a gentleman farmer does? somebody who you know has a small little cash crop what's a a cash crop like like, let's say i grew beans like so i have a bean field i think a small
1: cash crop is an oxymoron if it's a cash crop it has to be relative like you have to get some yield out of that thing tim
3: you do and like it's a few acres and it's just beans that i sell just to make a little bit of money how are you so do you pay
2: someone to take care of these beans
3: Oh no, I plow them. My I plow the fields myself. What do you? You're, you're
2: afraid to turn on a snowblower, and you're afraid to pump your own gas.
3: Well, but I could do it in the mornings. Uh, I, I would. What would do it, the, you the, could the do it any
2: time of the day if you really wanted to. I'm just saying you can't do it.
3: I could, I could, but I there are certain things I'm, I'm terrified of. Right, being on any type of a ladder terrifies me. So the idea of having to like get up on a ladder to put up my Christmas decorations would fill me with an existential dread. So like I, I couldn't and yes you're right you could obviously, obviously hire people to do it but like that feels strange and like other people could do it for me I suppose just like in the neighborhood even though I didn't hire them but like that feels wrong too like I should have to do it myself but I want to do it uh, I want to do what I want to do because I do would it. be very, the one thing that I can't is that I don't want to because you just I'm said afraid. that you
2: can't use a ladder because you're a you ladder because you're a fucking coward
3: I didn't say I cannot use a ladder I said I am uncomfortable using a ladder. As many people, I've fallen off ladders before. It's a scary thing. And so you just want to be careful with that kind of stuff. So I I would not want to live in that neighborhood, Gary.
2: And I'm sorry, I couldn't take that type of pressure.
1: Okay, well, (laughs) let's put the fear of ladders to the side. Can can
2: we go back to the hobby farm for a second? The gentleman farm? So he has beans. What else do you do on this farm?
3: I I like to imagine I have some cows and I have a few chickens.
2: (laughs) How are you going to feed these things? they eat hay yeah but you're you've basically just come out of the closet and said you're useless that's what you've come out saying how i said i'm useless you can't do anything we've just said have you
1: ever moved a bale of hay
2: you can't turn on you're afraid you're afraid to turn on a barbecue
3: well i'm not afraid if you can just push the button and it turns on i'm afraid you have to stick the lighter into places to turn it on like i'm afraid it's gonna blow up on me. and you think and you think that you're gonna be moved a bale of hay no, those things are way too heavy for one person to move. So well, gonna, there's so also something called
1: it. a square bale, which are much smaller, and they're only about 35, 40 pounds, and you can move those by yourself. Have you ever done that? Do you, no. In fact, I you don't know do what a square bale is tells me a lot about your farming experience. It sounds like, I you, I just want mur-
2: it sounds like you want to murder animals by starving them to death. No, obviously not. I would have a couple of cows
3: and some chickens, and I would milk them and have the eggs and take the eggs inside. And you would breakfast. milk the cows yourself how hard can it be how hard can it be you find like you, every, you find everything
2: gross you don't think that milking cows would be gross it
3: would be incredibly gross initially and I'd wear gloves I'd have milking gloves and uh I would do what you always tell me to do which is go on YouTube and watch a video on how to milk a cow and I'd figure it out and but, then like but you I don't to do that I tell
2: you this all the time because you don't do this and you can't figure anything out and I'm sure I could just like
3: get some sort of machine that does the pasteurization. And I don't know, like, I just imagine myself in like a three-piece suit, but also like with Wellington boots on, uh, plowing the fields and then like going to like council, town council meetings in the evening and, uh, you know, writing like essays in, in an anthology in the evening. And then in the morning getting up again and sort of like by the sweat of my brow, plowing my fields and scattering and sewing.
1: So, a- again, why, why do you need to be farming in this scenario? Like, why can't you just live in a small town? Because and, then, like, because in, the
2: morning- in this scenario with Tim living in the middle of nowhere, off the grid, writing his manifesto at night, he's going to be the fucking Unabomber. No, I'm
3: not. I'm not. I just like the idea of, like, I think farming is a very noble profession. I have a great respect for farming. And I think always thought that in a different life I would have been an excellent farmer Uh, I'm interested in how things grow and I'm interested in sort of like the the processes of how how is it that these seeds turn into this that turns into uh, the food that goes on my plate what's like what are the mechanisms that allow for that how do you tend for these animals like that to me seems like a very interesting way of life and uh, I, I, I think it's a noble way of life and I think I would have been good at it it would have made Made me feel like I think it would give one's life some meaning rather than just being a Nichean last man.
2: Okay, Gary, and back to the neighborhoods with a lot of lights. There's people at the end of uh, my street. Uh, they really went uh, all out, but there's like, and it's not really that nice of a house at the very bottom of the hill, uh, but they must have put days and days and days it looks really nice but at the other end like the really fancy house end uh, i was talking to the guy that owns it and there's like a collection of four houses that are like all out i brought my 85 year old grandmother by there at the night because she really wanted to see the lights because she heard how done up it is and she got really excited for it so we drove past it and as it turns out they just pay someone like 80k to come in to do their christmas lights
1: <laughs> yeah that makes that makes a lot of sense it really does. Doesn't that like knock the luster off just a little bit? Well, this is this is what I was going to ask you, Tim, is I, I know you just have strange amounts of irrational confidence. I, I mean, I, I didn't factor in that you'd be afraid of ladders, but let's say you don't, let's say you have a split level. Like you, you don't have an upstairs floor. You're just dealing with a one floor house. How well do you think you could decorate that house?
3: If I don't have to get up on anything high and you give me a week, I bet you I could win contests. With the light display that I put up,
2: can we film this? I will. Well, but you, I, I, you know who actually just purchased a one-level house for the Mayo Media headquarters? Who? Me, you moron! You were there well, yesterday. Well, yes, but I, there are still peaks
3: and stuff that I have to get up on ladders for.
2: We can get you like a little step ladder. It doesn't need to be a big but ladder. Like, if you're, I had a house, a like tall the size guy, of the- you could almost reach up to the gutter. You would be good.
3: Like the way that like Snoopy tricks out his house. Like that's the way I could do mine. Like but it would be incredible. But incredibly you can
2: why, why do you think that you could do this?
3: Well, I have an eye for what looks good and what doesn't look good. And I know what colors go with other colors. And like, I know how to be excessive without being gaudy. And I, I think I actually, if it were a small type of competition like that, like I think like, I also always thought I'd be a really good ice sculpture. Oh and like in those contests where they have like <laughs> ice sculpture making, I always thought that if I had time, I think I could be a pretty good ice sculptor. Because of Have your you ever... fantastic
2: coordination, correct?
3: No, but like, how hard can it really be? I mean, I'm sure there is a trick to it. But if I spend a little bit of time looking it up, like I bet you I can make some interesting ice sculptures. It's a trick, Gary.
2: And once you know the trick, it's all it's all easy sailing from then on out.
1: I know very little about that particular craft. And, and still, I know that, you know, when it's competition style and, and, and the ice sculptures get really big, most of those people have ladders and use them quite a bit.
3: Well, then that would be a problem, wouldn't it?
1: I, I
2: would say. Unless there were like crash mats around then I wouldn't be afraid of falling. I feel like you would still be afraid of falling. It was just like at that time you told us that the rope was really difficult to climb in high school.
3: The rope was unbelievably hard to not climb in high school. Not. I was awful at the rope. I, I admit it. And to God, I was awful at climbing the rope in high school. I got bronze in the Canada fitness test. What does that mean? That was the lowest level you could achieve.
2: But you still got a bronze. You came third place.
3: No, but there were four ones, right? There was rainbow, gold, silver, and bronze. Was rainbow and, the best uh, you could do? It was. It was like you were the best, like, all-rounded person when it came to... It. You, everyone did the Canada Fitness
2: Test. Like,
1: it, you, I, you hit I, all
2: I did not take this. Gary, oh, did, you did you remember not? taking this?
1: No. We, we had to do, like, the 12-minute mile. We had to do, uh like, the beep test. I remember doing the beep test. Um, But no i don't i don't remember some sort of like fitness test that you had to pass hey,
2: that was just for tim's special montessori school where he gets rainbows in math class no it's sort of like in the u.s i think it's called the presidential fitness
3: test in canada it's called the u.s or the, the canada fitness test interesting uh garyan did you... i just think
1: your mom might have told you about this because you <laughs> might have needed to go outside a little bit
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. it's no. like you're right you're right. i used to hear that all the time thanks Gary. <laughs>
2: It's like NFL 60 where they really encourage you to be active for 60 minutes a day. Well, that's a good idea in theory. Tim, were you
1: when you were it. 13,
3: were you like were you like a tall 13? No, I would not say that.
1: I I, I really got tall around like 15, 16. Okay, cuz for a second I was just just when Pat was talking about NFL 60, I was imagining you as that Andy Reid photo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, in fact, I was a little undersized. Like I wasn't even I I was my when I played tackle football. At fourteen or fifteen, like you, if you were over a certain height or over a certain weight, you had to, there were certain positions you were only allowed to play, yeah. and I didn't meet those criteria, so I could play anywhere.
2: Would you be the person who would go to Walmart and purchase one of those Christmas decorators that you just put on your front lawn and it projects lights
3: onto your house? I hate those. I hate those. Hate those. That's 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 the lazy way out. You might as well have nothing. That's you showing the entire world when they drive by. Here's how little effort I'm going to put into decorating my house. And I'm just going to have a spotlight shine on my house. Well, what like, if, uh, what,
2: what if you're someone like my grandma, who's 85, uh, my grandfather has passed away and she would well, like, she, why is that different? You just said it's very lazy. Obviously, Are you calling my grandmother no. lazy? She survived the Nazis Tim. him.
3: Despite your efforts to, to provide emotionally manipulative content here, obviously that is a circumstance that's different from someone who is my age, which is the way I understood that question to be okay, asked. Okay, so
2: you ha- let's say you have a house then. You have my grandma's house. And you're a, uh, you're a spry young man, age, I don't know how old you are, 34 or something like that. Yeah. Um, you're afraid to go on a ladder. It's Christmas time. You would just have nothing then is what you're saying. I would put up lights as high as I could reach. So you would put lights up six
3: and a half feet up. Well, like for example, the house I live at, like there's like, like in in the the middle of your window is where you're like hammering stuff. I would decorate the, yeah, the wind all around the windows and like places that have decks that wrap around, like you decorate the entire deck where it wraps around the house. And, uh, you put like tasteful things on the lawn, like a snowman or some candy canes or a Santa Claus with reindeer or, whatever it is that
2: you like like there's a lot that you you i may
3: have you been sure jealous.
1: whatever it is that you like because i, I that have a feeling yeah
2: tim just has a bucket of fucking kfc out there on his lawn loves it
1: <laughs> well i i was walking around my neighborhood a couple days ago and somebody had these giant Blow up stormtroopers wearing Christmas hats and. No, them. I don't. That's like that. awesome. I, 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 knew you wouldn't. So I clearly don't like not that. whatever you like in your front lawn. It has no, to be like six thing.
2: It has to be what Tim likes and approves.
1: It yes. has to be
3: something traditionally Christmassy. It can't be too outside the box. Sorry, you're right.
2: I, I, I have my limits on that. I, I don't care for that. So okay Gary, and there is that neighborhood um it was closer to me when i lived by you I forget the name of the street that it is in toronto but they have the giant santa clauses everyone has one it's like a 30 foot yeah. santa claus on everyone's lawn we brought our sons pass there last year and like drove through and they really liked it like ho ho. ho! they were pumped and tim <laughs> imagine tim you living on that street not being one of the santa people you would well, definitely don't think it's that kids.
3: hard to put up a, i don't think it's that hard to put up a 30 foot santa can we, fi- can we
2: film you doing this
3: how hard could it
2: be i like, don't know I you do tell that. me how hard
3: could it be it sounds like it's probably inflatable okay
2: but so you, you don't know how to, you don't know how to use any machines which is mean that you would be there trying to like blow it full of air the entire time and then you'd be stopping to smoke cigs then you wouldn't have any air left to blow through it'd be a tough scene for you. i could figure it again you, you like to think
3: that i don't have any potential to learn or do things But I'm a very resourceful
2: person. But you've never never shown that. You've had so many instances to show off how you can learn and be resourceful with your hands or problem-solving ability. But you just never do. You just complain about it the entire time and say it sucks and you can't do it.
3: I have found that if you just complain about something loud enough, someone will be annoyed enough that they'll just do it for you or fix it for you or help you out.
1: And you want to be a farmer. Again, you want to be a farmer. Gentleman farmer, yes.
2: Oh boy! But as a part of this I gentleman farming, you, you, you what you described is you still have to do farming. Yeah, you're right. Some light farming.
3: You're, you're right. But not, you, you think that plowing
2: does. a if couple acres
3: of beans is light farming? I don't think it's not, Listen, these days, yes, it, it's not. It's not the old fashioned like plow it by hand walk behind the plow like these things are a lot amazing oh, but i
1: thought you wanted the, the the value of a good day's work i thought i thought that was that was how you were th- that was the point of all this i
3: don't you know you can buy old-fashioned plows anymore gary and i think you have to like use those now there may be regulations
2: but if but if you're too terrified you. but if you're too terrified to turn on a snowblower or a barbecue how are you gonna turn on the plow
3: i don't know would you hire someone I to would... turn
2: it on for you
3: <laughs> i'm sure i would learn Again, I can learn things. I'm not a snowflake.
2: Uh, I'm tough, and I can figure these things out. I mean, based on this conversation, it seems like no one is made from thicker fiber than you, sir. You're right. I am made of a very thick fiber. You're right. Gary, do you know he has very thin skin and bruises easily?
1: Yes, I did know that.
2: It's a mineral deficiency. Bruised
1: yesterday. Well, Tim, here. So you mentioned how you have an eye... For colors that match, and 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 you would never do anything gaudy. Um, this is a disagreement that my girlfriend and I have. Okay, um, and we don't we don't have a house. Uh, we you know we have our balcony. I guess we could decorate that, and we, we do have some lights up.
2: Do you, Do you live but in a millennial loft like Tim does?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, me and all the other millennials, we live in this commune. It's called an apartment. Um, it's cool. great. It's great. Um, but but Tim. Would you be a colored lights person or a a white lights person?
3: White lights for the tree, colored lights elsewhere.
1: Okay.
2: Do you have
3: any sort of take?
1: Do you have any
2: take versus real versus fake tree? Because we just purchased a fake tree. It came with lights on it. It is incredible. took us like three minutes to set up. Uh, I am, and we've been pro fake tree for a very long time, but it feels like you wouldn't be. I'm
3: of two minds. I always grew up with a real tree. We've always had real trees. My grandmother's side always had real trees. My other grandmother's side always had real trees. So I, in fact, my grandparents in Halifax used to have like the Charlie Brown looking Christmas trees, like those ones with like not a lot of needles, like the old, really old fashioned looking ones. So
2: Yeah, but you you have to
3: remember that fake trees didn't exist then. No, I know. Uh, Point taken. And I... Well, I have a personal preference for a real tree. I also understand that it's just not it's just not practical for everybody. There's a lot of people f- for whom either the rules don't allow for it, or they just don't want to have the mess, or it's a, it's more expensive. I mean, the thing about environmentally speaking, real trees are better for the environment than fake trees uh, because when, when of the do you, of since when have you cared carbon.
2: about the environment?
3: I'm just saying with the amount of plastics and carbon output that it takes to, to create a, a fake tree, you have to have it for an extraordinarily long period of time for it to be more economic, uh, more environmentally friendly than a, than a real tree. But if I were given my choice, I would always pick a real one. Okay. But but let's say, let's say, let's but, say but in, you, in our, your, in 24.
2: your millennial loft, you were tasked with getting a tree that you needed every single year. hundred percent. You get a fake one. <laughs>
3: No, I think I would, pro- I would go for the real one, just because I like the smell, and I like the look, and uh, I, I, I think I would go real. But I'm not opposed to an artificial one. Like, I'm not anti-artificial. I just have a preference for real ones, because that's what I know. It's what I grew up with, it's what I'm comfortable with.
2: That's reasonable enough. That, that is your most reasonable take of this show so far.
1: Have you ever cut down a tree, Tim?
2: No, I have not. But, I mean, mom and dad
3: do every year. They go to a lot where you're supposed to cut down your own tree. Just bring a saw and you
2: saw it down. Like, it's, it's not rocket science. They don't use an axe? I don't believe so. But I believe dad uses a handsaw. No, you got to use an axe. That's how we used to do it. We used to go back well, I mean, up our is, house and just a... chop down a tree. Although, you're well, we hey, weren't supposed of... to, based on the rules of, like, where our land actually went, apparently we were not supposed to use the crown land to cut down trees. But my <laughs> grandfather, he didn't really no. seem to mind. You're never allowed to to, uh, to,
3: to to take crown land and just take trees off of it but nevertheless uh, real trees are better artificial trees these days are really nice I'm very strong about white lights for a Christmas tree and colored Christmas lights outside I just think trees look nicest with those like clear blinking white lights rather than the, the ornaments already provide enough color onto the tree that the lights are sort of like overkill that the white lights are supposed to be there to complement the tree itself, like like little flames, like they used to be, like with candles rather than colored uh, lights to, to add. So I, I just think it's a taste thing. I think trees that have white lights are more tasteful, but outdoors, uh, as long as you're not using like weird colors, like all purple or all pink, like colored lights are the way to go outside, I think.
1: So Why? what are your Christmas colored lights then?
3: like what Red colors green. are
1: acceptable to you
3: oh you can use like a multiplicity of colors but just don't use all blue or all like all of a set of colors that have nothing to do with christmas you know what i mean there's nothing wrong with having lights that are like eight different diff- eight different colors outside that's fine but don't have just all purple or all blue or all pink like that aren't christmas colors
2: I have one for you because this is the first year where my son is old enough to really understand Christmas. Now, I have two sons. The other one is just, he's 19 months. So he's not quite there yet really knowing what's going on. We have to get them a stocking this time around. I also have to, my wife pulled out like my stocking and her stocking as well. She's going to fill out mine and I need to figure out what to put into hers. So what am I doing with this? I don't know what to put in this stuff. Do you guys have any suggestions?
3: Well, I know what I used to get and still get every year in a stocking, which is like... I I wish. Uh, The staples. A new toothbrush.
2: A new set of
3: like... For a a
1: second you said literally staples. No, no. A new toothbrush. we don't
2: need a new toothbrush. We have toothbrushes. We have Uh, electric toothbrushes. It's fine.
3: I used to get uh, Lifesavers. I used to get... uh, Like, I'll get a razor or I would get... uh, you would, you would get would...
2: all the amenities that your parents felt you would never buy for yourself. We already have this <laughs> stuff.
3: I mean, like, candies that okay. uh, that no, she candy. likes.
2: So candy, okay.
3: Candy is, is great. Maybe a little perfume that she likes or something.
2: Perfume? What is she fucking 94 years old?
3: Or whatever. Like, I mean, or maybe there's a particular type of chapstick or a type of, like, I, I don't know, or... I don't know, right? Like that could go in there.
1: I gotta no. say, this is this is one of those rare occasions where just because Tim is so brand loyal and makes it so well known that I feel like filling Tim's stocking would be the easiest pursuit in the entire world. Because you just know of every little trinket, you know, exactly the one he wants.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, but you could, get, Tim would be easy to do the stocking. I already have Tim's Christmas gift. He doesn't know yeah. what it is. He's going to love it because I know exactly. Tim only likes four things. So you just get them for one of the four things. But you could go to the gas station and pick up like a knockoff like pewter spoon that they sell for four bucks there. Put it in a stocking. like, oh, this is so cool. It's like, no, it's not. It's horrible. It's probably something I everyone else would throw out. I know you do. But everyone else would just throw that out. A little piece of jewelry goes nicely in stockings, too. What, what sort of jewelry are you buying for people? I'm
3: just saying, you you are looking for suggestions.
2: Yeah, no, I am looking I'm for ready. suggestions. So, you want me to spend two thousand bucks to put it in a stocking? It doesn't have to be an expensive piece of then jewelry. Then why the fuck would you want to wear it, Tim?
3: Because it's. I mean, there are lots of people who wear jewelry. Again, talk about so and so too rich. There's a lot of people who like to wear jewelry around uh, that aren't two thousand dollar pieces.
1: Yeah, but if yeah, but I, I but if I am five dollar jewelry. Like, there's no point. She's th- never going to wear it. It's, ex- just, it's just a waste of $25.
2: And if there's specific jewelry that's cheap that she wants, she will go get that. I don't know exactly what sort of cheap jewelry that she wants to wear, whether it be a ring, whether it be earrings, whatever it is. If I'm going to get a piece of jewelry as a gift from a husband to wife, it's going to be an expensive piece of jewelry. Right. That's Fine. That's how this like, works.
3: If there's a particular place she likes to get coffee or tea from, a little gift card from there fits well
1: into a stocking. Uh I was going to say in, in line with gift cards because uh, I knew Tim was going to mention that he's, he's the gift card King. Um, yeah, but he, that's only for his I, own al- purposes. Yes. Yes. Um, which I would like an update on how many subway uh, tw- or footlongs you bought this year in order to get your own gift cards, Tim. But uh, I, I've always been someone who in, I, I mostly give uh, like experiences or events. Like I, 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 I like, like tickets to something so you like obviously
2: you, so is harder like you fill out you make your own tickets like one lap dance from garyon yeah yeah <laughs>
1: <exactly>. <laughs> um but like for instance like this year like uh getting a a massage gift certificate or something along those Ooh, lines um which you know it, it's just easy to put in the stuff it's it's something that's actually great And also in physical form, it's just a piece of paper. So it's very easy to put in the stocking because something you also have to think about with stocking stuffers is, and I've learned this the hard way, they can't be too heavy because aesthetically you want to hang that stocking at some point and it will fall and break.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good point. So the other thing that I got, I got a lot of like scratch lotto tickets. You can really fill up some space with those. Oh, those are great. Yep. And they give you something to do on Christmas too when everyone is just sitting around.
1: Well, this, this actually brings me to a question that I wanted to ask Tim, because I, I know this is my strangest part of every Christmas. And, and granted, it's, it's gotten less so since I've grown out of the getting presents phase and waking up at six in the morning and annoying my parents and, and so on and so forth. But Tim, what do you do from like 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Christmas? Because in a lot of situations, there's no more gifts to open. Your family's probably not quite there yet. I feel like most people have Christmas dinner around like four or five o'clock, maybe even earlier than that. Yeah. So what do you do in those four hours?
3: Play with whatever new thing I got. Tim, you're 34. Are you still
2: Tim, you're you're 34 and you're the youngest person in your family.
3: That's not true. My brother is two years younger than Okay,
2: so what's he playing with? His new train set that you got him?
3: No, but like if I get like a new piece of electronics, I'm playing with that. Or if I get a book, I'm starting to read that. Maybe I want to have a nap. Uh, so maybe I'll have a nap. Or you know, I'll just flip on the news. Or watch one of my programs that I've got DVR'd from, from earlier in the week. Go for a walk if it's nice. I would like to be able to go out and get a, to McDonald's and get a cranberry Big Mac. Because it's noon and it's lunchtime. And I'm not going to eat for another five hours. And I'm in the Christmas spirit. So I'm going to get an eggnog milkshake. And a cranberry Big Mac, but I can't have that because you people think that it wouldn't make any sense and that joy should be deprived from our lives.
1: So So you want to go annoy the the guys making minimum wage at McDonald's and have to work on Christmas? Oh,
3: you can be a little bit happier. I've never worked in fast food. Oh, it shows. (laughs) But I'll tell you this: I bet you that the vast majority of people who are working on December twenty fifth want to be. That oh, yeah, that, that's
2: exactly what we because know. Double time and a
3: half. Uh, that, are, are we sure it's double time and a half everywhere, Tim, or is that just a government thing? I think that that's tr- a legally mandated thing for places that are open on Christmas Day or New Year's Day or Easter or Good Friday that you have to give double time and a half to people working. So, I mean, I had a friend used to work at Shoppers, and he always volunteered to work Christmas Day and work New Year's Day because he always got the extra money. So there's quite a few people, and of course that's not always true for everybody, but I bet you many, if not the plurality of people that you would meet at McDonald's on Christmas day want to be there because of the extra money.
1: I don't think I've ever met someone working at McDonald's who wanted to be there. I'm, I'm just gonna make that a blanket statement. There are people who do it and they know they have to do it. And I think when you when you're assigned to work on Christmas, you sort of, you know, you have that initial like, oh, this sucks at least I'm getting time and a half. That's sort of like the the little bit of a rebound for you. But no, I don't think anyone's going to be happy to be at McDonald's on Christmas Day, Tim.
3: Well, I mean, I like to go there on places (laughs) on holidays. Because you're not working. And well, yeah, but I'm going there on days that I am working too. And it's not like you notice like some- You don't work there. I know I don't work
2: there. Are you sure? Because you seem to be there an awful lot. Maybe you do think that you work there. Like when you walk in, do you feel like you own the place? no, but I do feel like it's my place like sort of
3: like, like it's Tim fun. watches
1: those you know those commercials like Tim Hortons and McDonald's have put out every now and again where they they get everyone in, in a different McDonald's or Tim horton's across the world to be like this is such a great working or or that the new Amazon commercial where they're like it's oh, great God. working at Amazon <laughs> like Tim Tim eats that up he's like, see they love it there
3: that they said it I think, I think a lot of people do like it there not everybody does some people have negative experiences but I, I I I don't think most people disagree. Okay,
2: if like 90% despise. of people across the board hate their jobs, why would you think that this would be one like I also don't Everyone? think that's true. really I don't know why you, I don't know
3: why you people think that 97% of people hate their jobs. The way that you say you people, also very entitled. You people. <laughs> I just don't understand why you think that most people don't like their jobs. I, I mean I bet you that the majority of people are just indifferent. One way or the other towards your job, They're like eh, you know, it's not that bad. It's not, you know, what I love. People to are do.
1: indifferent to something they probably have to do forty to fifty hours a week.
3: But like you, I, I suspect that while not most people don't love their jobs, very few people hate their jobs too. They're just like eh, you know, it's not the best, it's not the worst, it's a living, it's all right. So you think everyone is a piece of Flintstones furniture? <laughs> I mean, that's the way I think most people feel about their professions, and you guys are lucky that you people work in jobs that you really enjoy. And, and yeah, uh, and I, I
2: hate my job like sixty percent of the time.
1: Well, I, I have mean, like
2: I, I have one of the most fun jobs you could have, and it's still not all that fun.
1: Pat, would you okay. rather be working or spending time with your children?
2: Oh, I'd much rather be working, of course, at McDonald's. Okay, that's, that's on not top fair of question. That, Yeah, like I'd rather be working at McDonald's think, on Christmas. Day listen, than be Listen, we my have.
3: Children, yes. Lots of listeners, and I'm sure many of those listeners Hating used their to job. at McDonald's. Tell tell us about it. Did you really despise your experience? I bet you th- that you didn't. And I like—I don't know about Toronto, but here there are signs up saying McDonald's open 24th, 25th, 26th, 27th for all your needs. And I was like, yes, great, awesome. I know it'll be there for me. It won't. It, it, anyway, that that to me is like great yeah for you it's great okay but uh, of course, but that I'm the customer I'm glad that i'm the stuff will be there for we are
1: talking about customers right now we're talking about employees, and the employees get
3: the extra money it's a win-win
2: oh Jesus Christ uh, like <laughs> what do you do in between uh because for the for the longest time I was the youngest person in my family I was the I'm the only grandson, so I was the oldest grandson, which probably explains a lot about me. However, now, now that I have the two kids, like, on Christmas Day, it used to be great. We used to do our presents Christmas Eve at, like, 10, and then we just sleep in until, like, noon. we get up and eat breakfast, kill some time in between, and then go eat dinner. But now that I have kids, i got to be up at, like, 5 a.m. opening presents. So I have from, like, 7 a.m., till noon and i still make a big breakfast for everyone and then i still have that time to fill it's hard to fill i think that's why i started releasing cuss corner gary on christmas day that people would have soon time you'll to be fill spending your, soon you'll be spending christmas mornings putting stuff together
1: yeah that i mean that will be part of it yeah, although pro- i think there's less toys that you have to yeah. assemble now to
2: exactly you can just buy them
3: basically pre-minded. i early. remember maybe i mean i remember being young my father spending the whole christmas morning putting together all my presents for me and me waiting for him to get them done so i can play with them Probably I mean, yelling I, I at, like, don't you I don't... love
2: doing this dad putting it together it's so great because it benefits me he seemed to enjoy it he
3: seemed to enjoy it he never said anything like he would never had like a harsh tone about it well like, you I'm know what you know <laughs> what uh
1: toys from 1991 a little bit different than toys in 2021 i was gonna say i think i'm a very good barometer for this particular thing because i was I'm born in 92 I, I i have christmas memories when i'm six seven eight years old of like my dad assembling and listening the, to like, will will 2k yeah of course <laughs> in <Walking laughs> Miami as we're assembling like a little tiny you know like the stick hockey game uh, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like that kind of stuff and then I can remember being I would say those hours on Christmas from 9 to like 15 because my presents were probably just PS2 games I would be immediately up in my room just playing like Madden 2004 until I was called down for dinner if I'm, if I'm being 100% honest.
3: Well, I used to like read the manual first before I started oh playing. Oh my God. Always, <laughs> always. I wanted to know how all the buttons worked, what all the rules were before I started playing. So like if I got a new game at Christmas and I wanted to play it, I would like spend the first little bit going through the book. So you're not a feel person whatsoever, are you? No, I want to know exactly where the truck stick button is. Yeah, but, or... okay.
2: If that's the case, <laughs> why are you so bad at Madden? You should just get extra reps. I'm not get, You're horrible at Madden. Horrible. That's what you said. That's what you said. After playing it with you, you are you are the worst Madden player I've ever seen. Gary, and he punts on four downs. Oh, God. Fourth and like super long.
3: It's not like fourth and short. It's Madden. Go for it. If it's fourth and 30 from my own seven, I'm well, not- how broken.
1: did you- You're saying you're not bad at Madden. How'd you get into fourth and 30?
3: Oh, the computer always screws me with holding calls.
1: Do you, do you count to five after every play in Madden too?
3: <laughs> <I> should. One, <laughs> two, three, four. Fun. yes touchdown chad pennington to Wayne krebet maybe it's oh, just because you were
2: playing with the jets maybe that was your biggest problem who knows all right we have time for one more topic before we get out of here does anyone have anything quick well do you want to bring up what you and i were discussing yesterday that, which is that seems, that seems like a very long conversation all right, we'll put a pin in it for twenty twenty two then okay, so do we have let's see christmas decorations streets k f c Gary are you maxed out on topics
1: yeah the uh the the dead zone was my last one. I don't know if Tim's got any more do you have any more
2: we can do the t v one i suppose and try to keep it abbreviated
3: no i I don't have any specific i mean i have one other thing, but I'll do that at the very end. well, this is the uh,
1: end this is the very end.
2: Like, as we're saying goodbye. Okay. Like, I, so you have a bit that you want to do that you wrote down?
1: Not, it's not a bit. Anyway. So uh, how, just...
2: how about this then, Gary? What yeah. TV series do you recall that have the best Christmas episodes consistently? Because I was trying to rack my brain about it. The Office has some really good Christmas episodes.
1: I, I mean, I have my stock answer. And I actually, I, I put this out on Twitter like two weeks ago. Um, and, and a community account picked it up and it got retweeted. Ah. About, wow, I felt great. You are <laughs> right about community. community. The, the first three Christmas episodes for community are fantastic. Um, you have a more traditional one in the first season, but it still ends in a giant brawl. Uh, like Tim Lakes. Epi- yes. Did he he Tim, wants Tim, that crisis. Is, is Tim uh, Dan Herman? <laughs> very, very Possibly um the second season you have the like the Rankin bass um animation style uh and then the third season you have the glee ripoff which i think is my favorite of the three if i'm being honest um i yeah i just i just think that because they they did specialty episodes better than any show did anyway so you would assume that their specialty episodes where where you would normally get those crazy episodes would be pretty high caliber and for the first three seasons they're fantastic
2: so have you ever watched the show psych garyan yes I, I have so my my wife and i are actually binging psych right now uh they have some did, very did, good Christmas. Did jake beg you
1: just time after time and you finally caved
2: no I, I just it popped up on amazon prime i was like i'll i'll watch this i've heard good things about the actually you should i should tell
1: Seely you're watching the show he i o-
2: so I, I only really knew that they had a twin peaks episode so i was like yeah i oh, can they do it. yeah and and my wife and I always look for procedurals to watch while we're in bed before we go to sleep. So if you know you miss one, it's like not that big of a deal. Yeah. Uh, like we did Elementary. What else? We do House. Like just
3: something. Garion's you can... too busy eating to watch these things. Or you? Oh, no, you
1: eat when you're in bed. That's that's the beautiful part of it. It, um, it
3: is. I, I agree with you. By the way, <laughs>
1: man. <laughs> by the way, I agree with you. You eat. Um, do you yeah, eat Sykes in bed? pretty, with... pretty good. Do, do you eat in bed with your girlfriend, Gary? Uh... Or is that not more like when you were a solo man? Not a not a meal. Yeah. This this is more like if if I'm working. I mean, I work really strange long shifts too. So this is more like if I'm yeah, if I'm alone in the house, yeah, I'll I'll probably eat in bed. Just because that's where I'm probably watching TV anyway. But yeah, I, I wouldn't do that with my girlfriend around. No.
2: So the office has really good ones. Psych, like I mentioned, you say community. I felt like Frasier had really good Christmas episodes. For animated shows like The Simpsons, have like historically bad, despite the very first Simpsons episode being a yeah. Christmas episode. Don't really care for them except for the one Alex Trebek joke when Marge lost all the money on Jeopardy. Uh, King you don't of the, like the H- episode with the Bone Storm game. I think that's a pretty good episode. Th- that's a terrible episode. Like oh, no, I don't know, but I agree. Those are all bad episodes. Like when you compare the the Christmas episodes of The Simpsons to the wow. episodes that like surround it, they're like noticeably bad. Yeah, it's a good I mean, point. I think a very venture Christmas. Is in the top tier. Tell me what happens
3: in that episode, Tim. Which one? The Very Venture Christmas? Yep. I don't remember. Sounds sounds
2: like it was really good. I'm sure I laughed. You remember so much about it. I'm sure I laughed all the way through it. Okay. I'm sure you didn't. Uh, King of the Hill has very good Christmas episodes Mm -hmm. as an animation show. Their, Their best one is definitely when Bill can't give up the Santa costume. (laughs) <laughs> and
3: they're like into March, and he still is in his dirty Santa regs. <laughs> that is that that is a great that's a great one. Uh, Third King Rock the Hill could just had be one great one
1: more underrated shows of the last twenty years in general. King of the Hill, yeah.
2: definitely.
1: Yeah, like I might get its due. Maybe I'm I'm just a little too young in terms of my friend group. But I feel like it doesn't quite get the same luster that it should. I've had
3: people tell me that I'm a mix between Bill and Peggy. And I find that
2: very <laughs> offensive.
1: That is the best description of you ever. You
2: are very much like Peggy. That's true. And you're sad like Bill. Like if Peggy
3: and Bill had a kid. Which, of course, is a whole theory that Bobby is actually Bill and Peggy's son. But uh, anyway.
1: <laughs> that's... Was that the bit you had planned? Because that's fantastic. No, 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 no.
3: It's not a bit. It's just at the very end of the episode. I want to finally
2: give a definitive ranking of something.
1: Oh, we, yeah. Of course, that's coming. But it's it. I mean, maybe we'll see.
2: South Park has some good Christmas episodes. I'm shocked, like Tim, you have not brought up like no, the honeymooners or something like that. That well, oh, funny. Didn't... I had the Donna
3: Reed show here that I thought actually had some pretty good Christmas. I don't episodes.
1: even know what that is. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is.
3: All right. Uh, All in the family had some good Christmas episodes. Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies and The Odd Couple also had some really good oh, Christmas God. episodes, too. Um, trying to think of
2: modern ones, though. like uh, you, Ones that didn't air 25 years before you were born? Yes. Well, but in some cases, that's
3: true. Uh, you mentioned The Simpsons. You mentioned Coach. Or if you didn't mention
2: Coach, I Coach. Did, I, I, did not, I did not mention Coach.
1: <laughs> Just trying okay, to so throw they, that in there. Obviously, they used to have good Christmas episodes.
2: Uh
3: what else? Family Guy do not seem to have very good Christmas episodes. I can't think of a single one that I thought that was that, that that sticks out. It's interesting. I wonder if there's just something about a show in and of itself that lends itself to good Christmas episodes, or or not. Like if there's something in the DNA of the show. Yes, like, I, of course, I, this, I, this is going to produce a funny show or not.
2: I would think I can't like and. Um... I can't remember Parks and Rec doing a bunch of Christmas episodes, but I feel like that is a show that would do really good Christmas episodes.
1: Yeah, just the earnestness of it in general.
2: Yeah. I will say that I think that the funniest or probably best Christmas episode of any show is the Arrested Development Christmas Party episode, where Job, in the $6,000 pants!
1: (laughs) That's a good one. Um, You know what? Futurama actually had pretty good Christmas episodes, too. Uh, with, With evil Santa... And, uh, and and that whole thing, which is interesting because I, I think maybe that's more of a product of, like you said, Pat, it's it's maybe not so much that the Simpsons Christmas episodes are bad. It's just that in by juxtaposition, they're not as good where Futurama, I'm just like, yeah, that's one of the things I remember about that. Trip. Yeah, it, it's funny because... I feel
2: the same way about the Halloween episodes of The Simpsons, where they do this they do it every year. They do the trilogy of terror, and I just I don't find them all that good compared to the other the other episodes surrounding them. Like they every time The Simpsons does a specialty show, it always felt like a drop off in quality from the rest of the show.
1: Yeah, no, I can see that. And again, I think that that speaks again to what what type of show would do good Christmas episodes. And again, I, I think that's why Community did Christmas episodes very well. Is just they were already trying to make every episode an event. So inherently the event episodes that you would expect were just, they did good Halloween episodes as well. So it it just kind of worked out that way. So I I think it's, it's some mix of just creativity and yeah. Then earnestness. Although again, I I can't actually remember a, a parks and rec Christmas episode, if I'm being honest.
2: Yeah, I don't either. Was there like a little Sebastian one? Probably. probably. I don't remember that. The, didn't the West Wing have a whole bunch of Christmas episodes? No. God. I, speaking I, felt, of I felt like they always like went out of their way to have Christmas episodes. Oh, probably. And probably people speaking
3: to each other back and forth in perfect dialogue from the King James version of the Bible rec- recanting the Christmas story. Yeah, I'm sure they did.
2: Sounds like you're very triggered <laughs> Did the
3: newsroom have
1: Christmas episodes?
3: Pardon me? Did the newsroom have Christmas episodes? uh probably i I, it wasn't around long enough because how we how
1: how they would have properly reported on the birth of jesus christ yeah
3: so that's (laughs) that is that's such a great point that is totally how that terrible television show would have framed it
2: it's not a good show i quite enjoy the west wing but uh newsroom Eh. West wing's dropped off in quality in the last couple of seasons. See, I really liked the Jimmy Smith season with Alan Arkin where they were running for president. That was fascinating. That was awful. That was awful. Well, you just get triggered because their politics don't share your
3: politics. Well, but no, but it's not even that like, whatever, like you're going to have Democrat, but like the people, they've got one of the world's biggest crazy left-wingers in, uh, and, uh, what's his name uh, running for president uh, as a republican and like the, their visions of what a republican would believe in are so it's clearly written by somebody who's never ever spoken to someone who doesn't have the exact same political views that they do and uh, alan alda sorry so it's just that whole last couple of
2: seasons is just trash just trash unwatchable very triggered tim about tv that's one thing tim likes to do with tv is watch it get triggered and then complain about it Gary.
1: But I mean, he has no idea how it's monetized, or he doesn't know how, how it. Exists.
3: I don't know how those Hallmark movies make a dime beyond the advertising. I don't get it; It makes no sense to me. Like, <laughs> beyond beyond the fact that they're even just called Hallmark, Hallmark. movies, yeah. like why they don't have like operation. product
2: placements in it or whatever. Like how, do you, how how do you know that they don't? I would notice, I'm sure. Why would you know? Inherently know that
3: you would notice it. Like, like you don't watch. Why do you, notice, you admitted that you don't watch them. I don't watch them it doesn't mean i haven't seen them there's a difference between not watching and never having seen of course i've seen them I don't it, watch them. well it doesn't sound like you're playing paying very close attention they've been on in the background of things and i i, I get annoyed by it say like these movies are so dumb because like you know what's going to end there's no way that these two don't get together like wouldn't it be funny if- are you
1: just angry because you don't have a christmas sweetheart tim
3: no not at all like i think Sounds like you're a little bitter. I think the majority of them should have nice, warm, fuzzy endings. But like every 10th one, just like a curveball, knocks you out and you go, oh, wow. They just, the two of them just found
1: out. Like, I, I know what this guy is thinking. He doesn't want to get with this girl at Christmas. He wants to eat his meals over a sink and get on Dolphins Reddit.
3: I spent most <laughs> of my day today on Dolphins Reddit. That sounds oh, yeah. healthy. Oh. They're also crazy is the thing. People won't know when this is recorded, but it was recorded after Tua through one of the worst passes you've ever seen a professional quarterback throw. Not even just from the mechanics, which were ungodly embarrassingly bad, but also the circumstances. Up seven points to throw that out that had no chance of success that results in an interception touchdown. One of the worst passes a... I could have thrown a better pass. Darian could have thrown a better Naked. pass. You could have thrown a better pass. I could have. But you you could have. throw a worse pass. You could not throw a worse pass. But I'm supposed to believe that this quarterback is going to like lead his team to the Super Bowl. It was what I'm reading in, in all these Reddit pages, and it's, it's incredibly infuriating. I don't know why you brought it up. I guess this is why you brought it up. Well, mission accomplished.
1: I mean, I, I didn't really. I just said Dolphins Reddit. Yeah, well, but
3: you knew by saying that it was going to entice me to to talk about the fact that
2: I've been behind enemy lines the last several weeks there. No, it's not because no one expects you to go off on a rant. Only you do because you're the main character of the world. I'm not a main character. Not a
1: Hallmark movie. I'll tell you that.
2: No, (laughs) No. You, you don't have a compelling enough story. You just have a you. You know what? They can make a Hallmark movie about you that would really fulfill what you're talking about. You have the sad Christmas holiday movie. It just would
3: be nice if occasionally those movies didn't wrap up the way you thought they were going to. What I just don't understand why you care.
2: It's not that I care. It's it's just, a, you, you've brought it up like four separate times now. Well, clearly, it it clearly you I can't care. Explain
3: why it bugs me. I can't explain why it bugs me. It just
2: does. It just does. Very sad scene. Anyway, Gary, I would like to thank you for being on the show today. What a return to form. Felt nice. Didn't miss a beat. Really, no. really great Christmas episode, guys. Yeah, it's just Christmas episode every single year. People can go back and wa- watch or listen. You can watch it on Mayo Media Network, up on YouTube, or you can subscribe to the Cuss Corner audio feeds and check out the former Christmas episodes and the Custy Awards that are up there. Now, of course, I would like to thank Paul Shaughnessy for producing this show. Additionally, Tim
0: Undergust! Tim Gust.
3: That is not my name. Well, what's your bit on the way out? not a bit, but I finally am now going to take this moment to actually give a definitive ranking of the 12 days of Christmas.
2: Well, what's it here? So, all, all well, you should do it memento style, so we don't have to go in order chronologically or descending order. What is number seven on the list? Number. It seven doesn't matter what is on no, your no, list. Let me actually How? This time. That will do it
0: on Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cuscona, it's Cus Conner. He's got the hottest stakes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States. But it's Cus it's Cus Conner,
2: The worst. I actually wrote it down there. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's three years in a row the same thing has happened. What did you think was going to happen?
3: I was hoping that this year you'd say, okay, you know, it's Christmas time. I'm feeling good. Go ahead and give your ranking." Why don't you just tweet them out? No, I'm not. I'm it, They are going to be said on this show, start to finish. At some point, I, I I will say them. How many gaps are in there?
2: There's two gaps. Most of my lists only have two gaps. What? What's number? What's the? What's the best day of Christmas then? Oh! It doesn't matter what the best uh, day of Christmas is, pal. Give your fucking head a shake.
0: Experience. Experience.